0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today.
1: Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World It's time for a different take on
2: spirituality for the modern world. Welcome to Big Universe with Jim Lefter.
3: Hi there and welcome to the cosmic dance we call Big Universe on Unity Online Radio. We've got our dancing shoes on today. You just can't see them. I'm Jim Lefter. I'm your host for today. I'm a spiritual journeyman and media consultant. I run a website with online courses called youthrivehere.com, and I'm at the Center for Spiritual Living Greater Baltimore at cslgreaterbaltimore.org. Joining me today is my super friend and co-host, Spiritual Rebel Sarah Bowen. Sarah's the author of Spiritual Rebel, Spiritual Rebel a Positively Addictive Guide to Finding Deeper Perspective and Higher Purpose. Hi, Sarah. How are you today?
0: I am so grateful to see you, Jim. I've missed you. We've been apart for a little while with life intervening, and I'm so happy to see my super friend.
3: I am so happy to see you, too. Um, I have my clogs on. What kind of dance shoes do you have on?
0: Well, you know, I I want to fib and say that I'm wearing those toe shoes that the ballet dancers wear that have the, ba- the balsa wood <laughs> on the bottom, because I've always been quite impressed and also right. a little nervous when people wear those. Right. Um so I'm not actually wearing them, but I'm going to say that I metaphorically am wearing toe
3: shoes. Well, you know, I have to clarify that I'm not actually wearing clogs either. So, you know, I mean, it's it's a game here, Sarah. Come on now.
0: Well, so we are wearing our metaphorical dancing
3: shoes. <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> so you had an interesting idea. Because our guest today loves acronyms, you suggested we, we spell out something interesting with an acronym acronym. Go ahead and tell me what you were thinking.
0: Well, I actually made an acronym out of your name.
3: And I did the same for you.
0: And I know because I spent a lot of years around places where, you know, people used acronyms in business and you'd always be like, oh, come on, right? Like sometimes (laughs) you're like, really? I don't know about this. But as I was reading our guest's book, I got a little, it got a little contagious, his, his making of acronyms. So I made one out of Jim. Would you like to hear it?
3: I would love to hear it.
0: Joking ignites magnificence.
3: Ooh, I like that very much. I gotta get you to, a t-shirt. I'll have to soak that in. Okay, so you gave me a, a stronger one, a, a tougher one, because your name is Sarah, and so you've got a couple more, a couple letters, more letters there. <laughs> so I went with spiritual, altruistic, respectful of all life, all one, and humor.
0: Jim, you nailed it.
3: Right. Perfect. Isn't it?
0: Yeah. I I, I want to encourage anyone listening to this for just a second to like pause and think of an acronym of your name. Cause it's kind of fun to do that.
3: It is. It's kind of empowering too.
0: It is to think of like, what, what makes, makes us, you know, us, what the, the, the little self, you know, what, it, what is the personality? What, what, how do we show up in the world? And you always show up for me in lots of joy and laughter um, even even when you're going through tough times, or when you're uh, puzzled, or when you're stressed. I am often puzzled. <laughs> but you do. You have a lot of joking, uh, which, you know, I think joking and joy are underrated spiritual practices. So I'm glad we're tackling them today. And making acronyms. Making acronyms as a spiritual practice.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so we've got very uh, short coming on today. Uh, He's gotten to a place of joy from kind of a dark place where he spent time as a quadriplegic um, getting through something that happened to him. It was actually his second close call to death. Um, He's going to have some tools for us to to let us know how we can get to joy. So I'm looking forward to that today.
0: I am too. And I've been reading Barry's book while I've been dealing with a, a medical issue that one of my family members is having. And so it's been really top of mind, the idea of How how do we, when we have anguish or we have stress or we're dealing with big, heavy stuff that we're holding, how do we keep uh, lightness and joy and laughter and smiling present at the same time? I guess our Taoist would, you know, would go both and on us, but how do we keep all of that, all of that mess together? So I like his strategies and looking forward to digging into them.
3: Sounds awesome. Well, I do have a quote for you today. I don't know if you have one for me today.
0: I did, because you know, I knew, you you, knew I would. <laughs> I knew you would. All right, but I want you to go first.
3: Okay. You're gonna know who it is. I realize there is a divine presence at the center of my being. I let this recognition flow down into the very depths of my being. Every thought and condition contrary to the divine perfection is eliminated. I rejoice in this realization.
0: Did you go Ernie on me?
3: I go Ernie a lot, don't I? I need to, I, I need to de Ernie a bit, I guess. No, but... no,
0: you know what? I, I really like that you went Ernie, and I, in the sense of wordplay, I, I somehow felt you were going to. So I went Roomy.
3: Oh, so we have roomie. Ernie
0: and Roomy. So that's the spoiler alert. But here's what I've got for you: Get yourself out of the way, and let joy have more space.
3: Ooh, perfect for today. Perfect. I love that. I love Rumi. He's a good guy. We should get him on the show sometime.
0: That's going to be very, very difficult, Jim, but I will work on it.
3: Please do. Please do.
0: We might find an author who's, I think there have been a couple recent interesting translations of Rumi. Um, So we might get that close. I don't know that now I have a quest. Now I have a quest to get more Rumi to to balance our Ernie.
3: (laughs) Maybe we need we need to find someone who channels the uh, channels roomie perhaps. I left you blank there. You just you know what? You left you me puzzled.
0: <laughs> if anyone's listening right now, my mouth is just kind of hanging open. Puzzled. And I'm not sure. I feel like we've just gone in a direction. I don't know how we come back from it. So.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready to get started in the
4: episode? I am. Let's do it.
3: Let's do it.
4: It's Martha Creek, marthacreek.com to contact me. I'm reading from a book of poetry called Susceptible to Light by Chelan Harkin, C H E L A N Harkin, H A R K I N. This poem is Why Are You So Happy? Why Are You So Happy? Why are you so happy? Someone asked me. Why are you so happy? Someone asked me. Why am I so happy? Darling, why are you so drab? Why are you so drab? Birds just threw themselves into the sky like a handful of winged seeds to go pollinate the world with music. Each evening, the sun creates a symphony of color and your heart matches it. I've got two hands that can hold your soft face and magical eyes with black holes in the middle of them that spend their whole lives pulling in all light and beauty because even the winter snag is shimmering with secret promise and i can see a hint of its fruits because every bucket of your darkness is alchemized into wisdom simply by handing it to the light when we were born God gave us an automatically refillable bag of jewels when we were born God gave us an automatically refillable bag of jewels a bag of jewels called a soul a bag of jewels called a soul that we can share with any living thing to make it sparkle and sing Darling, why am I so happy? Simply because today I am choosing to remember all of that. Wow. So, darling, why are you so happy? And, darling, what would make you just a hair happier today? Maybe a bird song? Maybe a sunset, maybe a sunrise, maybe looking directly into someone's magical eyes with black holes in the middle, maybe knowing the proof of life through a piece of fruit, the juiciness of a peach, because remembering that every bit of our darkness is alchemized simply by handing it to the light of surrender. We've been given automatically a refillable bag of jewels. Make something sparkle today, including you. Much love to you, marthacreek.com to contact me.
1: Hello everybody, my name is Edward Biagiotti and I'm the co-host of Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. It's such a pleasure to be with you here on Big Universe to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is joy or happiness. And to me, joy is the strength of the Lord, they say. "Joy means Since Lord means law, joy is the strength of the law. Joy is what gives the law of being its power. When we're feeling joy, it's an indicator that we are living in cooperation with the only power there is, which is love. Joy is what really makes this spiritual path hum and work, in my opinion. And it's not just my opinion. It's all of the great teachers that I've stumbled across. They laugh easy. They tap into a bigger mind than this small, myopic way of seeing things that our fears and doubts and worry would have us look at. Uh, There's a book called You by Francis Wilshire. And in this book, it says, Joy is the how you get what you want. Pour joy through you by getting in the mood of delight. Then think of the things you want and pour joy into them. And you stimulate them into activity. This activity of joy is contagious. And the beauty of joy is that it really does come from a well within us. That flow of joy, true joy and happiness comes from within us. And there's a well of joy within every person. So we will attract other people who want permission or just an excuse to let their joy flow. It really is contagious. Charles Fillmore, in a book called Jesus Christ Heals, says um, right here, he says, When men think, or women, or anyone, thinks a great deal about spiritual things, and especially about God, as an indwelling spiritual presence. There it is again, indwelling, dwelling within you. Both mind and body are thrilled with joy, a feeling of satisfaction, and a tendency to break out in songs of gladness. This is not confined to Christians. Persons everywhere in every age have told of an inner glory and happiness when they got into the habit of concentrating their mind on God. See, the thing is, we can't have our fears, doubts, and worries and have happiness and joy. And the beauty of it is, we get to choose. So practice your meditation practice your affirmative prayer those affirmations are like medicine for the mind that wake us up to our good and bring a feeling of satisfaction and joy so that's my two cents on happiness and joy it's always a pleasure to be with you on big universe daryl and ed love you and now
3: it's time for our interview known as the ambassador of joy barry shore is a mental health activist Philanthropist, multi patent holding entrepreneur, speaker, author, podcaster, and former quadriplegic. After a rare disease paralyzed him from the neck down, Barry created the Joy of Living Institute, a platform that teaches people to live in joy no matter the situation. Keep Smiling, a movement that has reached multiple celebrities and distributed millions of Keep Smiling cards worldwide. We got a few of those ourselves. And Change Bowl a philanthropic platform featured in oprah magazine barry's podcast the joy of living is heard globally by hundreds of thousands and has over two million downloads we want to get in that category barry we're gonna work on that uh his book is the joy of living how to slay stress and be happy for more information about barry go to barryshore.com barry thank you so much for coming on big universe Good day,
2: beautiful, bountiful, beloved immortal beings and good-looking people. Now, Sarah and Jim, how can I make the categorical statement that all the tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people listening to us are all good-looking? Because by definition, if they tuned in to this show, that they're always looking for and finding the good, and that's a good-looking person, looking for and finding good in life. Isn't that right? Absolutely. I will. Yeah, I'll agree with that.
3: <laughs> we have very we have very good look looking listeners, that's for sure.
2: That's not even a question about that and they they thirst for what it is that we provide for them. The you thrive idea is so wonderful because to to put together that motivation, that creativity and spirituality so that people can really resonate and say, I want to be involved in this. This is going to take me to a higher level. That's what the show is about, right? It's all about you. It's not about Jim. It's not about Sarah. It's not about Barry Shorten, no matter how interesting he is. This show's about you. Why, oh, you're you becoming the best you possible because you do that with the things we're going to discuss. You'll be happier healthier
3: and wealthier
2: and who doesn't want that
3: yeah you're absolutely right and barry i have to say one thing and that is you're just not happy enough you're not joyful well, I, enough i can't my tell wife it.
2: mentioned that to me this morning she <laughs> said would you please uh, you know get into the mood so you can share with these nice people that are inviting you you got to go out there and give your best so i'm ramping it up
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're awesome barry thanks so much so um, you, you've gone through some, some major things to become the ambassador of joy. And I just want to touch on your story a little bit and your experience. You went from you know being relatively healthy to, to being paralyzed overnight with this, this illness. What happened? So let's
2: imagine this. Just imagine for yourself, hale and hearty in the morning, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, and that night be in the hospital, totally, completely paralyzed, not from an automobile accident, not a spinal injury, a disease I'd never heard of the day before, took over my body, a matter of hours rendered me a quadriplegic, nothing on my body moved, 144 days in the hospital, I was in the hospital bed in my own home for two years, I couldn't turn over by myself. I was in a wheelchair for four years. I had braces on both my legs, my hips to my ankles. That was progress. Thank God today, I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven foot walking wand made for me by a Zen master, by the way. But I still can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. I have helped 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice, positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant. And by the way, it's all because of one word. One word. Would you like to hear that word, everybody? I would
3: love to hear that word. And the word is
2: SMILE. SMILE? Wait a minute. I thought I was going to say joy. SMILE, because SMILE is an acronym that stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. Everybody should know that Sarah is Reverend Sarah. So we gotta be really talking about miracles all around her. But the ability to be able to notice and see miracles, I gotta tell you a quick story, kids. Uh, Just before COVID, and thank God we're getting through it. The panic is over, we're gonna go living like we did before, except with more exuberance and more careful about other people and ourselves about making sure we're in contact with kindness. So before I would speak to people in an audience and about 5,000 people before COVID, and I'm telling you the story about Barry Shore and seeing miracles in life every day. And people raising their hands and saying, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, I've been up for hours, I haven't seen the miracles. You know how people be, right? right? And I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you see? Can you walk? Can you stand still? I can't. Do you have water to drink? Do you have food to eat? Do you have a place to sleep? Family, friends? Every single one of those is a miracle. And here's a simple proof. Simple proof. A million people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. Well, if you're hearing this, by definition, you didn't. You're alive. And if you're alive, you have an obligation to live exuberantly. And that's really the key of being able to see miracles in life every day. Years and years, what I could do in bed was to visualize putting my, sitting up and putting my feet over the side of the bed. That was my visualization for years. And then it happened. (laughs) And if you can't get happy about that every single day, i would still take me like 10 minutes to get out of bed in the morning. But guess what? I get out of bed in the morning. I got to tell one more quick story. My eight-year-old niece comes over to me a couple of weeks ago, and she says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? And I thought about it. Smile, smile, sounds the same. Why not? I asked her, how come? She said, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. Out of the mouth of babes. That's a psalm, right? Out of the mouth of babes. Because what was she doing? She was creating the kind of world she wants to live in. CREATE is a wonderful acronym. It stands for causing, rethinking, enabling all to excel. It's about using our mind, that that great glorious mind that the, the good Lord, the creator gave to us and recognizing with these hundred billion brain cells and 120 trillion synapses that they're there for more than deciding what kind of latte you want in the morning. It's the ability to do our own neural linguistic programming and to see miracles in life every day, no matter the situation.
3: So do you still have a habit of doing the visualizations every day for what you're, you know, what's ex- you're experiencing in your life?
2: Absolutely. I urge everybody to consider something called what I write about in the book called (laughs) VVE. Verbalize, visualize, emotionalize what it is you want to manifest in the world. So in my life and what I teach and what I share with people, thank God, all over the world, many, thank God at this point, tens of thousands of people, is the three fundamentals of life. Number one, life has purpose. Your life has purpose. When you lead a Purpose driven life, number two happens. I mean, the good number two. You go mad. I'm so glad
0: that he clarified that, Jim. I'm glad, by
2: yes. the way, I'm glad that you're listening. I did that for a minute. Make sure you Although that
0: is a miracle, too. And
3: in
2: some traditions, oh, we is. have
0: a prayer for that.
2: <laughs> Thank you. It is a miracle. And by the way, later, and remind me, please make a note this here, we're going to talk about dog poop.
3: Oh, oh, I'm, I'm uh, and you're interested gonna love it. in finding so, out about that. Okay. Yeah, write that yeah, so down. Write dog
2: poop. Okay. So, number one, three fundamentals. Number one, life has purpose. Number two, when you lead a purpose-driven life, you go mad. MAD is an acronym It stands for make a difference purpose-driven life and make a difference. But the third one, third fundamental is uncovering the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. So a simple example, right now, people all over the world can hear this and they probably are, thank God. And it's carried by the internet. Ask anybody, what does WWW stand for? Invariably, it has to do with the internet, right? And factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the of the positive purpose of power from pleasant, WWW stands for, drum roll. Fanfare, da 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 da, what a wonderful world. Nah. And what a is a word. W h a t a? And a big tip of the hat and a thank you to Sachmo Louis Armstrong for enabling that song to go viral. But that's W. Whenever you see www now or hear it, you can say Barry. What a wonderful world, you put a smile on your face. Isn't that great? Because we see WWW a lot, right? So you think, what a wonderful world. You say, what else do you say? He says, smile, seeing miracles in life every day, uncovering the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. What a way to live, right?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. So when you say life has purpose, what what do you mean by that? How do you discover your purpose? Is this a personal purpose or just a a general sense?
2: So, There's such a wonderful question, Jim, and thank you for asking. Purpose is something that you need to discover for yourself. Thank God people listening to the show believe and even know that there's a creator. And because there's a creator, each one of us was given an opportunity directly by the creator. We're not gonna go too deep into religious things, but we each are here for our unique mission. And we wanna discover that mission. And that mission may be as simple as, well, people call it simple, as being kind to other people, having a family, raising the next generation of people, and giving forth what it is that you do so that you can spread joy, happiness, peace, and love. There can be nothing better than that. Oh, you may say, you know, I need to be Mother Teresa at your own search, being part of that, and being giving service in another place, another time. It's all about a discovery. We know we have it. It's about uncovering it. You are this great flower that is opening up and growing day by day. And as you do it, by definition, you will discover And By the way, sometimes multiple purposes. Somebody said, well, I'm an artist, that's great. Maybe your medium is painting. Maybe your medium is pottery and then you shift to something else. But to be able to become the most important thing in the world. Here's the key, you ready? Become a giver, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the joy of living. The joy of living, which is the title of my podcast, you can find it everywhere. The joy of living, which is the title of my book, and you should find it and get it everywhere. The joy of living can be summed up in one word, giving. Giving is the key to becoming involved in the world on the most, uh, how should we say, the most ethereal and the most fundamental levels. Because when you do that, what are you doing? You're creating the ability to live in harmony in the world not just balance. I'm talking about harmony. Love is a great word. People use it all the time. Love is a four-letter word, right? I love using four-letter words, but in our world, we use four-letter words that are positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant. Love, life, grow, hope, free, gift, play, pray. Those are four-letter words. Use them. I even use the four-letter F-U word. You ready for this? (laughs) F-U- capital N, capital N. Now right away people are saying, well, Barry, sure, fun is only spelled three letters. Not in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Fun is spelled F-U, capital N, capital M. So after the show, when you see your family and friends, point your finger. Have a smile on your face, but that stands with twinkling your eye and say "F you, everybody!" But right away, <laughs> in and say, "Where'd you get that?" I said, "Well, I listen to you know Reverend Sarah, so you have to put a Reverend and Jim and um, the youth thrive, and they're talking and had this guy and the world, "F you." Capital N, capital N. Everybody will laugh, but that's good because now you're creating a harmony. And that harmony creates resonance of positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant energy, which cannot be stopped. We have a joy deficit in this country. We want to create a joy surplus without printing trillions of dollars. And we can do it one person at a time, right?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Barry, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll be right back on Big Universe on Unity Online Radio.
1: You're listening
0: to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to a slightly off kilter look at spirituality. This is Big Universe with Jim Lefter.
3: Welcome back to Big Universe on Unity Online Radio. So, Barry, um, I get the sense that you like uh, acronyms. Is that true? We
2: love words and acronyms because they are vital to the human condition about being able to communicate. And what we want to communicate with another being is joy happiness, peace, and love. And one of the best ways to do that is to enable people to remember something that's positive and purposeful, like smile. How about taking, though, an interesting way of looking at one of the most difficult situations that exists in the world right now, and especially in America. Should we talk about stress? Yes, let's Ah! talk
0: about stress. Stress. It is,
2: (laughs) interestingly enough, the most searched term on the internet, outside of COVID or vaccine. But that's only now. And stress will always, I've looked at on Google and stress has been one of the most searched for terms for the past nine years,
3: because wow.
2: it's mm-hmm. in everybody's life, right? At some point.
3: Right, right. So
2: Let's take a look at the word stress as an acronym. So stress can be the following. Stomach turning reality, enabling self-sabotage. Do you know what happened? Somebody lost their job. They're going to lose the house. His cousin committed suicide. The kids are going crazy. The country's falling apart. Ah, ah, ah. That's how people, either internally or externally, face stress. Am I correct?
3: Absolutely, yeah. 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 Enabling
2: self-sabotage. But now that we're with Barry Shore, the joy of living, and using words to our benefit, let's take a look at the same word and find positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant essence. Stomach turning reality. Yes, somebody lost a job, they may lose the house, cousin committed suicide, the kids are going nuts because they didn't go to school and the country looks like it's falling apart. However, enabling self success. What? Enabling self success, because it's a how you choose to respond any situation is going to determine this could be that time in your life you asked before Jim about finding purpose this is that nub that unique situation where you can find purpose much more so than before because these are the six most important words that anybody will ever hear utilize internalize and leverage in their life and these six words are choice not chance determines your destiny Hmm. choice not chance determines your destiny. When you choose to respond in such a way that it's going to be for your personal success that that you and everyone around you, family, friends, and by extension, many other people you don't even know, that positive energy is gonna reverberate and cause a benefit that ripple effect cannot go away. It can never be destroyed. That's how powerful you are. But it's choice, not chance. It determines your destiny. So, Ferry, so I
0: want to ask you a question about stress. Please. Because there was something in your book that stuck with me, really, really stuck with me. And you talked about two types of stress, horizontal and vertical. And I wrote mm. this down as I wanted to make sure that I asked you about it on the show, because I thought there was a really... Something really interesting in the difference between those two. Can you share a little bit about that?
2: Absolutely. I'm so glad, first of all, Sarah, that you read the book and that you noted things. So let me ask you what were the two, what was the distinction between the two? First of all, I presume you'd never heard of it before.
0: Well, you know, way back in my life, I studied
2: architecture. <laughs> oh, okay, very good. So you and did so, have some. So I,
0: yeah, so I think maybe that's why this 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 stuck with me um, uh, about different different ways of categorizing stress.
2: Yes. So remember, in one of them, I used the analogy of a submarine, and so most people think of stress when they do by the way, most people tend to not think about stress because what happens when you think <laughs> about stress? We just are stressed. <laughs> right. What happens when you think about stress? Ah! stressful. More stressed, yes. That tends to be the vertical piece that pushes one down because if you do think about it, the pressure that comes from that somehow submerges you in, an, in a difficult situation as opposed to stress when you go to the gym or you're gonna work out with something and recognizing that unless and until you have stress in the movement of your limbs, let's say you're curling, right? Or in my case, uh, I swim a lot, thank God. I'm able to swim. We talked about me being a quadriplegic, by the way. And now I'm gonna tell people an amazing story that they're gonna find hard to believe. Out of all the things that happened to me, (laughs) I was, I had a very dear friend who was one of the leading people in the world in aquatic therapy. And he said, I'm gonna get you in the water. I'm gonna have you walking in a year. Okay, it didn't happen, but it didn't matter. It helped my mind. And he had me in the water and they, over a course of a year and a half, two years, being in the water and moving around with flotations, suffice to say, I had some movement in my upper body, my limbs, not my legs and such, that they still don't move very well. But the point is, One day, I was able to move my arms off my head and started moving backwards. I did a backstroke and moved. And I liked it so much I went, I hit my head on the edge of the pool, but it didn't matter. And I went to the other edge of the pool and back and forth. I didn't want to stop. And that one day, I swam a mile. You hear this, Jim? And Sarah, everybody listening, I swam a mile. In 98 minutes, they were walking, they were clocking it. I did, I wasn't, I call myself civilian then. I wouldn't, I wasn't able to swim a mile when I was a civilian. <laughs> you know, give me four laps, goodbye. Splash in the pool. So now from that, I said, if I can do it once, I can do it again. So I did it twice a week. I did it three times, but four times. Five. Eventually I was able to get on my tummy and I have uh paddles on my hands because my fingers don't close. I have flotation device on my legs so they don't sink and I drown. And I use a snorkel. I now swim on my back, on my tummy as well as my back. I now swim two miles per day. Every six days a week, and I've been doing that for 12 years. I've accumulated more than 8,166 miles in the past 12 years. So, oh, wow. to put it in perspective, Sarah is in Rhinebeck, New York. Jim is in Baltimore, Maryland. Imagine if that amount is swimming from wherever you are, those two places, across the Atlantic, through the Straits of Gibraltar, across the Mediterranean, up to Jerusalem, and down to Mumbai, India. <laughs> quadriplegic so let's go back to stress you see it's the ability to recognize that there's a positive aspect also to this factor that the mind somehow unless you learned the acronym that we just said stomach turning reality enabling self success when you start thinking of stress as a successful orientation of your body and what can be done, then even if, whether in horizontal or in vertical situations, it's going to be to your advantage. Do you hear this? Isn't that amazing, by the way? Just, it's the mindset. It's not that it's mind over matter and I'm big and this It's the ability to enable the body to say, I am here to serve you because you're really a soul with a body, right? When you understand that self means a soul experiencing life fully, then you're going to be able to utilize and kick into that higher level. So let's talk about, if I may, um, two things. I want to talk about dog poop. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness.
3: We're going to come back to dog poop, huh? All right. All right. We
2: can do that. And three simple tips that everybody can use, I mean, right now, to slay stress, reduce it, eliminate it, to the point where you say, hey, I'm living in joy daily. So let's talk about dog Dog poop is an amazing acronym that stands for doing of good, power of one person.
3: Huh interesting wow. that's, a, that's a much more positive look on dog poop than i, I mean when you walk by I've dog poop when i next walk time. my dog yeah
2: right or you step in it i mean hello you're gonna say gee barry sure i like that mm, i stepped in it but it's doing of good power of one person here's where it gets really amazing people tend to think Tend. now we're gonna shift by the way shift is a great word shift happens i don't know why people have a difficulty with that f in there and they sometimes drop that f instead of shift happens the other stuff <laughs> happens so, yeah, dog poop but, dog poop happens right so we're going to shift into dog poop happening you as an individual you asked before jim a great question what about purpose well purpose comes when you recognize that you as a unique being created in the image of the lord make a difference hmm. wow that's all you need so when your visage has a smile on your face, right? When you're doing good, you're thinking good, you're speaking good, and you're doing good, and you ask somebody, how can I help you? Well, did I tell you today how much I appreciate you? The power of one person. Let's take three little exercises that people can do. They're too easy, but they're so wonderful. They make a difference in the world. Ready? Number one, I urge everybody from now forward, from this moment that you're listening, from now forward, the rest of your life, to use the two most powerful words in the English language and do it three times a day, consciously and conscientiously. And these two words are, drum roll, fair, fair, da da Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks stands for to harmonize and network kindness. Mm-hmm. To harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama has been quoted as saying, I read in his writings, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible, he says. Kind stands for keep inspiring noble deeds or connect to nature daily. Go outside, breathe, be, hug somebody. <laughs> Thank you. Three times a day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's number
3: one. Number well, that's, two? that's not that's hard that's not hard to do we can do that yes and and by the way from now forward
2: consciously conscientious i mean it's so much fun f you everybody capital n capital n because <laughs> when you start doing it it's going to be contagious we're going to have to put a
3: disclaimer antenna. on this episode we're going to have to put some sort of disclaimer on there but yeah you know. yeah that's
2: right tell them it's going to be a four letter f your word coming up okay fun thank you uh so they use thank you three times a day consciously conscientiously the next one is become a joy generator joy generator. what's that go to the website www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshore.com you'll scroll down it's on the front page it's all free lots of free stuff there that that will enable you to be you happier healthier wealthier and you'll see that I have a video on how to become a joy generator. In 55 seconds, you will become a joy generator for your family, your friends, and all living beings. 55 seconds? 55 seconds, and I urge people to do it twice right, a day. All right,
3: I'm gonna count on that.
2: Yeah, I mean, come on. If you you got 55 seconds it twice a day, that you're emanating joy to family, friends, All living beings, and by the way, it can't be stopped. I have, thank God, trained thousands and thousands all over the world who are doing this. Just like you know, people in China, they do the Tai Chi and stuff They're now doing this. (laughs) I have pictures of it's great. And the third one is this is so much fun. This is just so wonderful. Uh, It's going to speak a little more to Sarah than to Jim, but it's going to speak to everybody equally. And that is, we all like walking. Walking is a wonderful thing. Yeah, I don't walk like you do, but I, I love the vertical, ambulatory, whatever I can do. Walking is great. Running is wonderful. Can't do it anymore, but that's okay. I, I love people walking. When I see people running, I say, show off. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but running is great, but it's a little bit harder on the knees when you get past the age of 33. But the um, Here's the one that's the in between and it's the most fun. F-U and N. Skipping. Skip. Yes. Sarah's nodding her head. Yeah, you know,
0: you're right, Barry. And I haven't skipped in a long time, but I when you just said that, I remembered like a year ago, I, I spontaneously skipped and I was excited, but then I was embarrassed. So I am gonna take this away and say, no, 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 I'm gonna start skipping again.
2: Absolutely. I'm, I'm hugging Sarah because when you do it, you know, you're walking on the street, you got a block or so. So you just say, okay, I'm gonna skip. Just for a block, have a block, doesn't matter. And yes, be embarrassed. It's wonderful because people are looking and say, I wish I could skip. And share that now. In in addition to skipping for yourself, it really gets cool when you're holding the hand of somebody you love, whether they're eight or eighty-eight. And if you can hold the hand on either side, wow. There is nothing more wonderful than skipping. So again, three things that we can do right now. Don't cost a penny. They make a difference. You can change the world. What are they? Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, somebody cold calls you. And you don't even want to talk to them. Say, hey, thank you for calling. You have a tough job. I appreciate it. That's thank you. Number two, become a joy generator. 55 seconds, do it twice a day, morning and evening. And number three, skip. Find time to skip once a day and be embarrassed. It's great because somebody might go and say, what are you doing? I say, I'm skipping. Well, my friend Barry Shaw says, skip, and you're going to live in joy daily. And speaking about the joy of living, my new book, Sarah has a great story she wants to share with us.
0: (laughs) Well, I was sharing with Barry at the break That when uh, when Barry and his folks sent us the book, we got these amazing little cards with it that said keep smiling. And I took the book with me recently, I was with my mother who's been having a lot of health uh, kind of situations and she's going through a life transition and now she's, she has moved to a place that uh, is a new home from where she was before. And when they unpacked her, I noticed in her bedroom when they set it up beautifully. There was a picture and there was a little card in it that said, keep smiling. Somehow, one of the cards that Barry had sent me had gotten into, well, somehow, right? Miracle. Somehow, the, the card had gotten into a box, traveled across the city, got out and uh, touching many, many people along the way. Someone took it out, saw it, thought this is something that should be saved and put it in a place that was special. And so now my mother from her bed, and she's having some mobility issues, gets to see a card that says, keep smiling. So I, I think, Barry, that what you're talking about, I saw it just spontaneously happen, this power of being able to, to not see these, these as small things, but see them as miracles. So thank you so much for sending me those beautiful cards.
2: Thank you. so yeah. deep. Thank you, wonderful Sarah, for sharing a penetratingly powerful positive purposeful pleasant insight into life how wonderful
0: (laughs) (laughs) and how we affect each other how we affect each other How your your effervescence has affected us today and all of our listeners barry and how that's going to ripple out from here i know that everyone else probably has permagrin like i do like my face is stuck in that (laughs) it's going to be just stuck
2: (laughs) don't get unstuck everybody do we have a couple more minutes oh we do we do okay so how many do we have two three
3: we have about eight minutes actually
2: oh that's even better okay let's if you be so kind let's talk about um i'd like to share two stories if i may sure of course and one of them has to do with one of my dear friends her name is aida aida like the famous opera aida um, um, um. okay you can look it up I won't sing it right <laughs> now but Aida Aida is um, I first met her when she was 95 and Aida is in the pool with me so I at the time living in Southern California and uh, outdoors most of the year it's just beautiful and there's a special chair that is made for people with mobility issues called the Hoyer lift right beside the pool and you move from the wheelchair into the lift and get you in the water and takes you out of the water okay So I'm in the water, moving around, and Aida gets in, you know, 95 Sprite, and she's in the water, not swimming, but walking, holding onto the lane line and walking and such. And of course, I'm outgoing, and I see this beautiful woman, I start speaking with her, and over the course of a couple weeks, she says to me, hey, Barry, I'm 95, I am so happy to be alive, but I want to have what you have. How do I do that? And I said, Well, I'm more than happy to share with you. SHARE, by the way, is a great acronym. It stands for Spreading Happiness and Rejuvenating Energy. So I want to share. I said, I started discussing with the 11 strategies that we talk about in the book, The Joy of Living 11 Strategies, Learning How to Live in Joy Daily, no matter the situation. So we started working on them. And I'm happy to tell everybody that last October, October of twenty. Where are we? 2021. Of oh, 2020, I was able to sing "Happy Birthday" to Aida on her hundred and eighth birthday.
3: Oh my goodness, that's yes.
2: awesome! Now, of course, I've been singing "Happy Birthday" each year, alone, but this was during pandemic able to go over house and such and little distance but singing on her 108th birthday I think we made a video of it that that I think we posted but the point is that she attributes the 11 strategies to her longevity
3: oh that's awesome I don't
2: just mean longevity she says she says with joy (laughs) (laughs) and what's her favorite strategy again there's 11 but her favorite strategy is get uncomfortable
3: Yes, tell us about that, that.
2: Uncomfortable. Now, again, we're not talking about putting, you know, wearing a hair shirt or putting a pebble in your shoe or walking around. Ah! We're talking about things like uh, brushing your teeth with your non dominant hand, things like that, that just shift you enough, shift, remember, shift you enough. So now you're engaging your mind in what you're doing. So it becomes mindful and not less. And that's really important. When you begin to get a little bit uncomfortable, you recognize new things, seeing miracles in life every day. So that was Aida. I'm going to tell you another story. This one's a really difficult one, but it needs to be heard. It's uh, about a 13-year-old boy who suffered from a remarkably debilitating disease that literally causes the bones to rot, Mm-hmm. and fall apart. And, so, and his body, is his whole skeleton was collapsing, and his whole being was, landing, including, obviously, his face and such. And they were very, very rare disease. And there was a, one other person in his group uh, was his best friend, who was uh, 15 years old, but a little more advanced, unfortunately, because they have very short lifespan. Uh, and my friend is the mother of this younger boy, the 13-year-old, and he asked him, her, she asked him, "said David, how did, it that? How can you look at call him Harry? How can you look at Harry? It, it's so hard." And he answered the words from a thirteen-year-old. "Mom, he can't help how he looks. I have to learn how to see better."
3: Oh wow! Ah! Yeah, I was thirteen. Yeah.
2: Why am I telling everybody this? Because she related it to me because Mm -hmm. she had been working with him on the 11 strategies.
3: Oh, that's awesome.
2: And she said he internalized this and was able to say it back to me without regurgitating, but utilizing in his life. I have to learn how to see better. When you start seeing other beings for the glory that they are, no matter what they do. Okay, you don't Hey, people cut you off in traffic. Guess what you say now? Thank you. you know,
3: or, have, or have F-U, F-U-N-N. <laughs> F-U, capital N,
2: capital N. Thank you, Jim. <laughs>
3: so, Jim,
0: I, I want to I ask Jim, because I know we're, we don't have time to go through all of the 11 strategies that are in the book, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. means everybody gets to go buy a book and learn <laughs>
3: them all. Uh, yes. But
0: which one, uh, Barry just mentioned two of them. Jim, which was your favorite or the one that really stuck out to you?
3: Well, you know, I I think that uh, what what was interesting to me is just in general. In general, keeping keeping positive, keep smiling no matter what. You know, can you talk a little bit about that strategy? Uh, We've got about three minutes left. Three minutes. I think
2: I can do it in a minute and a half because this is one of the most poignant, powerful stories that I've ever encountered. We have dozens similar to this, but her name was Heather. She was twenty-three. She lived in a small town in New England. It was winter time, cold, snow on the ground, but not just snow, slush as we call it in New England because it had rain. And um, she was checking out. She made a decision. She had a scoured buildings. She found a 13-story building that had roof access. The lock was broken. And it was Monday morning and she was gonna be going. Had on her hoodie, had sneakers on, in the middle of slush. And she's walking along. And she steps on something, not dog poop, but it was a blue, some blue something. And she stopped, she said, I have no idea why I did. And she looked and she read some letters, she picked it up and it read, keep smiling on the front. And she had said, I had a, looked up to the sky a little bit and said, hey, that's a lousy joke, God. But anyway, she was determined to go forward. At that moment, somebody passed by on her right and says, good morning. Somebody passed by and says, "Uh, try to stay dry. Another person passed by and said, be well. Another person said, oh, it's Monday, but you're going to do great. All of a sudden, all these things. She said she didn't know what to do. She was rooted to the spot. She said it felt like 10 minutes. It was probably 10 seconds. Didn't know what to do. What did she do? She crushed the card, put it in her hoodie, turned around, and went home. Hmm. She tells me. She still struggles mm-hmm. regularly, but she's here. Eight years later, right? she's still here from a Keep Smiling card that she stepped on.
3: Right, right.
2: These things make a difference.
3: Absolutely. I'd like to
2: do the following. I'd like to give you, Jim, and you, Sarah, a hug in front of thousands of people and the hug will send to them. And a blessing, if I may, may I do that?
3: Oh, that would be wonderful. That would be thank wonderful.
2: You okay. Thank you, so Mary. Hug yeah. stands for harmonizing Unlimited giving, harmonizing, unlimited giving. Count to three. One, two, three. (laughs) And our blessing for everybody, go forth. Live exuberantly. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference.
3: Thank you so much, Barry. It's been such a wonderful thing to have you on, Big Universe. Thanks for joining us.
2: And to you, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings.
3: Make sure that you check out Barry Shore's book, The Joy of Living, How to Slay Stress and Be Happy. And for more information about him, make sure you go to Barry Shore, S-H-O-R-E.com, Barry Shore.com. with that. What a wonderful world, Barryshore.com For more information about Sarah Bowen, go to spiritual-rebel.com. I've got premium video courses and my help to create them on my website called youthrivehere.com. Thanks, everybody. I'm Jim Lefter with Sarah Bowen. We'll talk with you next time on Big Universe on Unity Online Radio.
2: Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
0: Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark, on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.